And uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, it's so good to be uh, back in front of you this uh, Sunday. Um, I'm so thankful that we have the opportunity to be together. And, um, you know, as I was putting together my thoughts uh, for this Sunday, I had put together a, uh, the beginnings of a sermon series. Um, but I'm going to save that. Uh, I do feel like this week demands uh, or is calling for something just a little bit different. And so I am going to take a little bit of, of a different turn this week and um, I'm going to share something that's on my heart for you guys. Um, but I'm going to start by telling a story. Then I'll come back around to where we're heading uh, over the course of the summer and uh, we'll give some updates. And um, generally, I just want to give everybody a chance to kind of take a collective sigh of relief, uh, kind of a collective deep breath, if you will. And um, yeah, let me just tell you a quick story. A couple of summers ago, uh, I was on a hike. We were up in Maine, and uh, my brother-in-law loves to hike, and he knows the mountains up there pretty well. So we went over to New Hampshire to the White Mountains, and uh, there's a, a peak over there, probably about 34, 3,500 feet and um, we left really early in the morning. Uh, this is in August, a couple of summers ago. We left really early in the morning. Um, we took lots of water, lots of food, and um, we were going to hike this in a day and, and come back the same day. Uh, it was about an hour and a half, two-hour drive. Um, and we got there, beautiful day, beautiful, sunny, um, just an absolutely gorgeous day for hiking. And uh, warm, but, you know, when you get up to those elevations, uh, you still have to bring a sweatshirt and uh, can be a little bit chilly up at the top. So um, we set out on this hike, and it was, by all accounts, a beautiful uh, start to the hike. Um, and I knew, for me personally, that uh, my boys uh, and my brother-in-law probably were in a little bit better shape than I was at that point in my life. And... Um, so I was prepared to see them go a little bit ahead, and, and I would take my time. Um, wasn't quite so bad as, as I thought, you know, at first. But I did find that uh, my boys were indeed um, kind of like little uh, mountain goats climbing up the mountain, and they were way off in the distance, way up high. You know, they, they would go way ahead to the point where I couldn't see them on the trail. And um, my brother-in-law stayed a little bit behind and, and he was walking a little bit more with me and I found that myself I had to um, I would climb for a while and then every so often it was just prudent it was just a, a good thing for me to, to stop to catch my breath take a drink of water and um, I told my boys typically what we did is uh, you know if you want to go ahead that's fine go ahead I don't mind if you if you go ahead but I want you to stop at every place where the trail could take a turn. Um, make sure that you wait for us there so that we all know that we took the same turn. Um, I think that that's a pretty wise thing to do. And so they would get way ahead, and when you're out in the mountains, you can talk, you know, you can yell, and, and they can't really hear you. So I was trusting that they were going to do that, and indeed they did. And uh, the point of this particular story is not about getting lost or anything like that. The point was that for me, I had to take those breaks. Um, I wasn't necessarily happy that I had to take those breaks, but uh, I did find that it was beneficial uh, to just catch my breath 
once I caught my breath, once I got that drink of water and we looked at the map and we confirmed that we're on the, the same trail, the right trail, off they went, um, off we went, and uh, we all made it to the top. And in fact, we all made it to the top faster than my brother-in-law thought we could get to the top. But it was those points along the way uh, of just stopping, taking a deep breath, of grabbing some water, of taking in the views, right? Of, of kind of looking out and, and just seeing different places where we had come and what we had just climbed and to realize, like, wow, we, we had gotten up pretty high pretty fast. Uh, part of it was really steep, and uh, going down was also pretty steep. But I thought of that story today because that's kind of where I feel like we are at. Um, you know, we just turned the calendar into the crossing the summer solstice, and so we are officially now in summer. I know it's probably felt like that, and the guys uh, earlier kind of confirmed that summer kind of started a while ago, um, but we are officially in summer right now. We're at the end of June. I don't know exactly where June has gone. It has flown by, um, but a lot of you kind of look at June, um, and then as we look at July and August, it's kind of that time to pull back and, and have this collective sigh of relief. Um, to catch our breath a little bit. And so today it just kind of felt like I just want to be your pastor for a couple of minutes and I just want to say it's, it's a good time to catch your breath. Um, there's been a lot, a lot happening and uh, we're on a pretty steep hill. And I think the other reason I like this analogy of, of mountain climbing is uh, we haven't hit the peak. Um, we're stopping, maybe catching our breath a little bit. Uh, the leaders of the church have met together and, and we're collectively thinking about what comes next and where do we go, what turns do we take, and, and we're thinking strategically about the next season. Um, but this whole reality of COVID and Black Lives Matter and uh, the isolation and the changes and now the, the economic impacts that are hitting so many families and the stimulus is gone, and, and it just kind of feels like we have been on a relentless climb, but I know we haven't hit the peak yet. And so it's time, it's a good time to just collectively stop, catch our breath, and uh, reassess. And the verse that's on my heart for you guys this morning, for all of us really, is from Matthew 11, from 28 uh, to 30. It says this, it says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's just the verse that's been on my heart for all of us as we stop at the cross uh, of the path here, as we catch our breath, as we take that uh, drink of water. Um, we know we're on a steep climb. We know that there's a lot to do. We know that we're going to be in this climb for a while. Uh, this is not a walk down the street. This is not a walk in the park. This is a steep hard climb, and there are some who are running faster than others. 
there are some who are going to get to the top before others. There are some like myself on that climb who are steady. They're coming along. Uh, They're not quite sure where everybody else is up in front. Um, But together, we're going to find our way through to the top. And we're going to be able to look out. We're going to be able to see some things. Uh, We're going to be able to celebrate together uh, the unity of the celebration of reaching the the height or the peak, uh, if you will, of the hike. Uh, But we've got a long, long journey to go. Uh, One of your leaders shared with me this morning um, Psalm 34. And uh, I just want to read for you from starting with verse 11 because just as the verse that was on my heart said, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened. Psalm 34 says this, 34 starting with verse 11. Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous and his ears are attentive to their cry. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil to blot out their name from the earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all of their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The righteous person may have troubles, but the Lord delivers them from them all. He protects all his bones, and none of them will be broken. Evil will slay the wicked. The foes of the righteous will be condemned. The Lord will rescue his servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. I, uh, I thought that matched pretty well with uh, the words that I found from Matthew this morning. Uh, that I was reminded of from Matthew. And so, let those words, those thoughts, draw you in today. Draw you into the great and good shepherd, the, the shepherd of your souls. The Lord is your shepherd. You don't lack anything. He makes you lie down by still waters. He leads you In green pastures, he restores your soul. Draw from that well today. Draw from the well of God's love, God's grace, God's mercy. Allow him to fill your lungs with breath. Allow him to give you that cup of cold water. Allow him to minister to your heart and give you some renewal, knowing that the journey that we have ahead is, is long, it's steep, but we're in it together. I have one more verse to share with you because it comes from a, written by Peter in the New Testament uh, from chapter 5, verse 6. It says, Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he might lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. We're anxious. We're heavy, we're burdened, 
We want to see change. We want to help. We want to be a part of that. We want to know where we fit. We want to know how we're going to relate to one another as we uh, keep moving along. We want to bring the group back together. We want, uh, we want this hike to result in, in joy and, and a good time together. So as we're anxious, as we're thinking about all of this, I just encourage you to cast all that anxiety upon our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because He loves you, because He cares for you. Starting next week, uh, we're going to be looking at Peter, the life of Peter, a little bit more. Uh, We're going to be looking at the journey of his life, of becoming um, all that God intended him to be. Uh, So we're going to be doing like a character study, and and I'm titling the series, we'll kind of work through it through July, uh, Becoming Woke. And I'll explain a little bit more about what that looks like, what that means. Um, But Peter didn't get it all at once. And I think that that's going to hopefully be some encouragement for us and just to see how God interacted with him and how God led him and and the great and marvelous things that Peter did um, over the course of his his life and and after his calling and uh, ultimately up to his death. But but his was not a a linear up and to the right kind of... (laughs) curve. Uh, There were a lot of steps forward and and some steps back for Peter. And uh, we're going to be looking at that. And so we're going to be studying a little bit more about Peter's life and how he engaged in becoming more aware of who actually God came to save. And so I wanted to draw from Peter's words today and just give you an idea of where we're heading over the next couple of weeks, really through the month of July. Uh, We'll be working through that uh, mini-series called Becoming Woke. Uh, It's a character study of Peter and and really the church and and the blind spots that kind of come up and continue to get revealed in our lives and in our hearts over the course of time. And then we move into August, uh, and we'll see where we go in August, but we do have a time when we're planning to get together in August up at Ontario Beach Park. Um, At the uh, August 16th is our date for that. So, uh, so far, uh, I've heard from the city and the county that we should be good to go on meeting outdoors up at Harborview Shelter uh, on Ontario Beach Park. So, looking forward to that. That'll be one of our first times being all together again in in some kind of way in in a formal space. If you're not connected to a small group, I would encourage you to tie in and uh, make sure that you're tying in with with a small group because that is how we are staying connected in the meantime. Uh, We're monitoring the developments uh, just as you are. We're monitoring the news just as you are. And uh, we're trying to be extra cautious and safe uh, as we progress. Uh, Given the complexity of our building and and given the complexity of our intergenerational nature of of who we are and and how we relate to one another. So so that's where we're going for the summer. The leadership team is going to be looking, uh, doing some strategic planning. Uh, They met yesterday. Um, They're tired too. Um, but they're going to be engaging in some strategic planning and looking at, um, you know, what, is, what does it look like as we move forward? What's the new normal? If there is going to be one, what does that look like and how do we engage with it? Uh, so the leaders will be doing some planning. Uh, small groups will be meeting. Uh, we'll continue to have virtual Sunday services for a while. And uh, as I said earlier, if anybody is interested in just getting together, coming and meeting with me, uh, I can do that now. We can meet outside, we can go for a walk, I can meet you at a park, we can do some different things. So uh, don't, be, don't hesitate to reach out to me uh, and let me know. I'm here at the building a couple of times a week um, and I can be here more, depending. So uh, just let me know.
this is a season where we we want to breathe deep. This is a season where we want to drink that cup of cold water, and this is a season where we want to receive from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that invitation to to rest. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Know that you are loved. Know that you are part of a wonderful family here at New Hope. And if you're visiting with us, we'd love to get to know you and draw you into that uh, family atmosphere that we have and that sense of unity and oneness that we have. Um, Just know that there is a place for you here. There is a place for you. Uh, We're on a journey. We're walking towards a, a peak. But we can walk through it together. And we can all know where we're going when we stay together. So... Know that you are loved. Let me close out with prayer and then I'm going to let Dr. Kashner close us out with a closing song this morning. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I am aware that this season that we are in is a trying one. I am aware that many are weary and anxious. We're anxious about going back and, and meeting in public spaces. We're anxious about doing our jobs again and being surrounded by people rather than just being at home. We're anxious about when we're going to meet together as a church. We're anxious for our family members. We're, we're anxious. And that would be enough if it wasn't for all of the, the social pressure and unrest that we're feeling around the issues of racism and the desire and the need for the church to to fill a space that it just hasn't filled the evangelical church anyway very well for a very long time. So Lord, we're feeling pressure from many different sides. Some of us are feeling pressure economically. Some of us are feeling pressure socially and within our own families as differences are emerging around all of these issues. And people are posturing and taking sides and it's exhausting so lord we're not stepping out of that journey we're not going to turn around and go down the mountain we're going to just pause we're going to pause we're going to collect ourselves we're going to catch our breath and we're going to make sure we're on the right path and uh, we're going to trust you for your wisdom you are our guide our map And uh, Lord, as we confirm that we're on the right path and we catch our breath and we will continue to, to move forward, we'll continue to walk upwards toward the peak, whatever it is that looks like for us. But Lord Jesus, I just invite your Holy Spirit to draw people into you for rest, to give them a sense of your peace and your presence, to let people know that they are indeed loved, no matter where they are on the path, on the hike. We're all heading and we all want to be heading to the same destination. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would reunify us, restore our sense of purpose and togetherness. And we give you glory and we give you honor and we give you praise. We thank you for this day and we thank you for this time. In Jesus' name. Amen.